Welcome, everybody, to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet referee, Dave Keener. And on today's show, we have Mr. Motivation, Eddie Velasquez. Everybody say hi to Eddie Velasquez. Hey, Eddie. How hey, you doing? Eddie. I'm an excellent, gentlemen. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Um, the, this is going to be a fun show. I, I like to have fun. I like to do play little games. I want to I want to have fun Lord, with I you. Think we all um, do. Yeah. So we're going to start off um, a question. It's my go-to question right now because there is a promoter in Jersey and finding out. Do you think wrestling should have background checks? Yes, actually. Because, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I'm not sure exactly which promoter you're talking about. I want to say I have a feeling because actually uh, quite a few of us have, have found out about this gentleman. Again, I don't know if we're speaking about the same one. Yes. But yeah, I don't I don't feel comfortable working for that man. We we don't either. No. Um, I shook his hand and then month month or two later, boom, we found out and we're like, yeah. Uh, I'm actually friends with the former world champion. And I had a nice little conversation with him about it. You know, as to whether or not the uh, wrestlers, I guess, should pay for it. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're already paying for a lot of different things. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of my go-to questions now because I want to hear what everybody thinks about background checks. Because I'm pissed off. Because if I bring kids to a show, I don't want them to be suckered, you know what I mean, into, like, somebody else's car. You know what I mean? Right. I think anyone with any common sense should absolutely agree with that. Anything involving children, oh, yeah. it's it's certainly at least it, it at least hits home for me. I don't have my own kids, but anyone that knows anything about me, typically they know about my niece and nephew. They're extremely important to me. Uh, I take care of them quite a bit, so they feel like my they feel like my own. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, big time. I totally agree with you about that. This summer, th- there was a Speak Out movement came out, and wow, that that opened up a lot of doors and opened up seeing like a lot of names that we go, wow, what the hell just right. happened? Big and, names too. Oh yeah, big. Right. Like Joey Ryan, boom, gone. You know what I mean? Now he's he's tickling back in. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's still at a standstill with everything, but I, I do see he's trying to put some effort back in. Um, some folks have said he admitted to some of the sexual assault allegations. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he did. I didn't look into it, but I mean, if he did, then yeah, I, I personally wouldn't <laughs> want to be around that. Yeah, I don't either. It's so weird because I'm like, I took a picture with the dude, and I'm like, now I'm like, it's still on Facebook, and it's a picture from the past, and I'm not gonna change it like that. But you can always take it down. Right. It's just, yeah. it's just a shame, you know. Oh yeah. So you want to start off? With, let's start off with a question. Um, let's let's do go a little bit into. Did. I'm gonna start off with the background check. You know what I mean? You did that already. No. And I'm his background. <laughs> Did you do that question? Who trained you, Eddie? So I was trained by the Wild Samoan Training Center, ran by Samu. Okay. So everyone knows who Samu is. Mm. Oh, and yes. uh, the head yes, and the, the head trainer is RJR. So yeah. when did when did you uh, when did you get in? It was late. 2016. It was November when I started. I, I just see. remember Googling and everything, you know, what reference schools were around me. And at least at the time, that one might have been a bit further, but it seemed just a bit more credible with the names around it yeah. and the names that came out of it. You know what I mean? So, oh, right. yeah, so I, I, I drove down there one day. Well, I'm I'm also in Pennsylvania. That's what mm-hmm. people need to know. Yeah, I think, so are um, we. Yeah, because uh, I think so, some folks are aware that one is, is typically the one in Florida with Fox. Yeah. And 
Yeah, so I'm in the one in, in uh, Allentown, PA. Okay. W, um, WXW. Correct. Uh, yeah, WXW, the regular one is in Florida. WXW C4 is up here in PA. Yeah, I have family up in the Allentown area. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we're friends with Lance, so we know it very well. <laughs> nice. nice. What were your uh, family's thoughts of you joining the wrestling industry? You know, I did ask them about it. And I think it's mainly because we were conditioned to just, you know, college, 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 and, and play it safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I had the response that I got. And was so it I positive? Asked whether it was cousins and some parents. Um, yeah, uh, most of them, I would say, eighty percent of them said I should play it safe and just get, you know, a regular job and go to, or go to college, what have you. But um, there were only a select few that said, you know, go for it. Oh, it's always and good for your dreams. That's that's certainly what I say. Absolutely, because um, you just you never know. Uh, just slowly throughout life, I'm sure people will agree. The answer is always no until you ask. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. What was so, the yeah? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. What was the best advice you ever given from your trainer? That I've been given. What's that? The best advice I've been given? Yes. Yes. I would say just always conduct yourself professionally because you never know who you're meeting. Correct. And it also reflects back on where you came from. Right. Whether that be you know at that time they were meeting the school. Cool. But that could also mean my parents or, you know, my friends. Yeah. Uh, so wherever wherever you come from, whatever you're doing at, at at this time, at this moment, or you know the next, that's gonna reflect back on who you surround yourself with. So um, yeah, always conducting yourself professionally. Oh yeah, I agree. Like we had uh, Corey Castle in the show. I'm not sure if you know who he is or not, but we had some same questions. He's like, "Don't be twelve. Don't be twelve. And <laughs> he put that in layman's terms, what you just said. Um, okay, good. So I know I have them because I referee. So like that. I have a few pet peeves, but do you have any pet peeves in the business? Yeah, anybody named Dave Keener. In, yeah. in the business. Just in uh-huh. general, like like I know for me it would be referees not tucking in their shoes or tucking their shoes, <laughs> tucking their the shirts, shirts and wearing black shoes. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I can see that. Now, I, yeah, just the little things. I mean, I'll, but they add up to be big things when you really think about it because they just they add up. And the more good small details you have, the more folks will take you seriously. Whether uh-huh. whether it's being a ref or whether it's being a wrestler or promoter, if you're gonna have like. I guess pet peeves could be like uh, a lackluster flyer, you know, to put out around town. Yeah. If it if it looks lackluster, people will probably think it's a lackluster show. Right. Yeah. So there's things like that, and I've had situations where the match is supposed to start and the bell is not being rung. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, that's a pet peeve. Yeah. I, and, and when I'm being, you know, uh, a heel, which I typically am, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll play around with that, and I'll just essentially mention that the show isn't being up to par. It's just it's just a small thing, but you know. If if a show can't do that, then maybe the show won't be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. I have a new pet peeve in the business. With um, people being on their phones at that shows? No, not that one. That, or, that's a pet peeve of mine too. Or both these Wrestling guys. Wrestling fans should be watching. Oh, that's an all one. Okay, I have a bunch of them. One of them <laughs> is um um what was it? The chant. Both these guys. Yeah, like, both no. these guys. What what are we doing? We're gonna give trophy to everybody? Come on. Both these guys, shut the hell up. Just cheer for the point you want to win. Come on. Cheer for the good guy. Boo the bad guy. Uh, Everybody go home. Well, to a point, all right, I see what you mean. Yeah, typically there is a good guy and a bad guy in yeah. the match. But yeah, when they right. say both these guys, at a certain point, yeah, they might hate the heel, but... I totally understand respecting the wrestlers. Where I'm match. going. Yeah, 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 right. But at like, a certain point, they will have earned the, 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 the fans' respect. Yeah, but me, I'm, I'm putting it out there because, yes, you earn our respect already. Right. But cheer for the guy. Tell him later when they're walking around. It's like, good match, man. Thank you. Oh, I do. Yeah. Like, when we go in the back, and stuff like that, I'll talk to the heel afterwards. I'm like, that was great. I'm like, thank you, man. I enjoyed it. 
My my <laughs> one of my main pet peeves, and I see a lot of new kids doing it, and I yell at them in the ring. I'm like, Did you wipe your feet? Mm, uh, wiping feet. That's horrible. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, go lie. back I and wipe your feet. Times, but yes, you're right. I'm trying to, you know, yeah. everyone should always, you know, I shouldn't even admit that. Right? Like I, <laughs> right now, <laughs> I, I work for the Philadelphia Phillies, and I work down on the field. So every single time before I go onto the field, I wipe my feet because there's so much respect on that grass for all the people that have played on that grass. So before I hit the grass, I always wipe my feet. Right. Everyone talks about the hygiene aspect, but yeah, it's more going back to the, the, the respect of it. Just right. Of the, of the, of the ring. I mean, William Regal talked about it, all those who came before him yeah. and not just that, but that's their, that's our stage. Right. So let's exactly. Take care of our stage. Another one is um, fans on the fence. I hate that for a passion. See, look, I, no one likes it, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, I want to say it was Al Snow or or uh, Camp Al, but one of those two were talking about our our phones are our competition right? yeah. because there's so many sources of entertainment, whether it be the streaming services or, I mean, you could probably Google the number one uh, research uh, or the number one Google thing on the internet. Yeah. I'm not going to speak about it because it's not family friendly, but, but you know, that, that is our competition. So if it's, it's sad to say, but you know, just everything else outside of that match or whatever it may be is our competition. So if we're not being up to par, you know, we, we need to have them engaged. It, that's our job. Right. And and I've seen matches too. Uh just I mean I have to go into more detail, but essentially there's a lot of a lot of wrestlers these days that have a lot of matches that just are extremely lackluster and I just I don't know how it came to be that they 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 are allowed to wrestle essentially. And I'm not even just talking about for a safety standpoint, but it's just these matches are boring. That that's what I'm get, getting at. <laughs> these matches are boring. I can't take them seriously. And so how are they even allowed out there? Because again, yeah, again, I'm not trying to go too much into it, but for them or boo them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, or I, just I, watch I, them, or just watch them. You know what I mean? Right. I, I totally again, understand like, where I you come from. Right. Yeah. I don't care too much if I'm getting chewed, uh, I mean, booed or cheered for, but as long as they're making noise, I don't care because they're they are engaged. Yeah. Um. The match. The match I, I seen that. Pissed me off was it was too, it was one of the greatest matches and the person was on the phone the whole time and they're doing like they put a great match on I'm watching it it's fun it's um they're doing their little things and who was the match it was um Luke no it was um Marcus Mathers oh somebody. okay and the girl was on the phone Marcus Mathers and um Kennedy Copeland I think oh Kennedy Copeland. Yeah, it was an awesome match. They they worked each other, but um, lady was on the phone the whole time. And you're like, come on, watch the match. You're here. Well, you gotta understand. Maybe they had a family emergency or something. You don't know what they're doing on their phone. They were playing they, their game. They're I watched playing them. Their game. Oh, okay. They were playing a game. <laughs> they're playing a game. <laughs> like like you and Michael playing Pokemon all last night. So. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> Not during the show. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. See, see, all these, all these different things. That's our competition. So yeah, we need to, we need to all step our game up. Always, always, always. Because a lot of folks say this is one of the worst times in wrestling right now. Oh yeah, big time. Whether it's the, whether it's the big leagues or or independent leagues, it's just such a horrible time, and it, it's just it's the standard oh, of, yes. of what of what's out there. And you know, people can all have their different opinions, and I mean, mine is essentially just just again the the standard. Uh, you know, you can be whatever you want. You want to be a, a character guy. You want to be a, a move guy, a flippy guy, whatever it is. You want to be a, a guy that that's really good on the mic. Whatever you want to be, that's fine. Just be good at it. Yeah. But you know the you know a couple 
couple decades ago or, you know, more, geez, it's already 2021. So when I say <laughs> a couple of decades ago, I'm thinking of like the 1980s. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> now I think a couple decades ago, that's just the 2000s. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, just decades ago in general, oh, yeah. standards were simply higher. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So one of the pet peeves I was trying to like put out, everybody thinks it's, it's a new one. It's when referees don't pay attention what kind of match <laughs> it is or they're counting <laughs> at people's feet. And that pisses me off. We, we were at H2O last night. One of the referees was counting the person out in a no disqualification match. <laughs> Nobody's wow. pitched. So, wait, wait. So, we called the ref out about it in the crowd, and he heard us, and he gave me this pissed off look. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, I looked at him. I said, I've seen you ref for years. You know me. You should know better than that. And then right. he just gave me a pissed <laughs> oh, off man. look and walked away. And at your the show, I met you um, a second time again. Um, the Wait, one CW show? No, you weren't. Okay, no, no. The the first one, time. C- one of the referees was counting at the feet too, and I was like, "Come on, who's who's popping out on the feet? Who was the ref? <laughs> I don't remember the ref. I don't. I we don't, don't need to call anybody out. I'm not calling him out. No. But I, I'm not mentioning any, any names, but you guys know who I'm talking about. Well, if he, he listens in, he knows that that is him. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. But we are calling you out. Like if we know it's a no DQ <laughs> match, like why are you counting? Stop right. counting. Better. It's like no, I agree. That's yeah. uh, that's a and shame. the and also even said it's a no DQ match, but yet you're still counting. Yeah. And then they're, they're outside brawling on the outside. And he's like, get in here. I'm like, it's a no DQ match. Let them go. <laughs> right. I've had a similar, you know, I've had to call the ref out a couple of times too, because they will ring the bell and I still have, all right. So I, <laughs> during my entrance, I, I have, you know, a sticky jacket. It's a tra- nice track jacket. Yeah. All that good stuff. And uh, they, I've had situations where they, call to ring the bell and I still have my jacket on and they haven't even checked me. I say, oh, hey, ref, you rang the bell, but don't you want to check me first? You know, <laughs> stuff like that. that like, you, do not, it, it is, but oh. I mean, if I'm being, a, I'm being a heel, so. Yeah, heal it up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to make everybody look stupid. So everybody, like, around <laughs> me, everybody needs to, I'd say, be on point because I was in the military, so I have a pretty good wit about myself. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you know who referee Nick Papa Giorgio is. Papa G. Uh, no. Papa G. Papa but G. we were having fun with him last night, and I'm like, did you ring the bell yet? And he's like, no, they're going to do their bit. Like, we were literally bantering back and forth in the crowd, <laughs> and he's, like, loving it. <laughs> if you listen to me at the shows, that's how I am everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows how we are, and they all know me, and it's all fun. So yeah. I, I like to start the chance. Where's your pockets? That's Where's good. your I mean, pockets? <laughs> Where's your water? <laughs> <laughs> we got Slim Jims. We got Slim Jims. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are quite unique chants. Yes, oh, yes. That's what I do. I put out some well, good chants. So I've been rapping in something like that for years. Steal your shoes. I've been rapping for years. And he comes to the shows with me, and he's the heat guy. So if the crowd's not doing anything in the match, he's the one that gets the heat going. Starts doing the chants and everything else, and all of a sudden the crowd follows along. Oh, dude, um, RGP? RGP? RGP. So he's trying to talk, do his little promo, and I've been ragging him the whole time. I'm like, Ethan Essex, so loud, he couldn't talk. And I just kept oh, it going. Man. Went over the time oh, he had to talk too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And wow. Was, I I literally walked up to him after that. I'm like, I, like your chants were good. The segment shouldn't have went as long as it did. <laughs> I'm like, I appreciate everything you did, but lessen it next time. We gotta keep the times. <laughs> I don't know the times. I'm a I'm a fan. No, I know, but but it was fun. It was fun. I went up right. to the manager. I was like, Yeah, you like the chance? He's like, Dude, that was awesome. Thank you. So it was cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's like, You got I think us. Refs over. should also 
go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, all right. Yeah, I was just saying. Um, I think refs should have a watch always, just to help the wrestlers keep the time too. Yeah. See, sometimes when, time goes faster or slower. When I'm refing, yeah. I always try to look to see if there's a clock somewhere in the building where I'm at, so I can at least look up in the corner of my <laughs> eye and go, "Okay, you got three minutes. Let's go." You know, be cool if you pull it out, pop it on uh, pocket watch, and check. <laughs> is a ref allowed to wear a watch? I don't know the uniform. That would that would be a good don't. comedian. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't. But even if you go over like a minute or two, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like there were matches where it was literally just like ten minutes, and they went uh, twenty-five. Yeah. Oh no, that no, no, right. they, they, that, that's they a little over. Care. They don't even care. That's absolutely selfish, right? Man. And unprofessional, right? Yeah. Oh, I agree. Um, and then like, like I don't know. You might know my brother. My brother is Mike Keener. Um, okay, yeah. But Mike's always like running the back and stuff like from the shows on. He's like, make sure everybody keeps to their time. So I'm like, all right, cool. He has to bring up no, his brother yeah, right. every time. Well, because Mike's people a booker now. <laughs> yeah. People don't understand how important it is to keep those times because not just for the show to end on a good time. You know, people want to go home and all that stuff, too. Right. And, I mean, depending depending on the promotion, you might have commercials or, I don't know, pay-per-view time that you have to stick within. Yeah. Like, for example, I was at a Steve Carino seminar mm. uh, a while ago, and he was talking about uh, Ring of Honor. I think it was a match with Jay Lethal, and I forget who, who else was supposed to be in the match, but the main event was Jay Lethal and this other guy. And uh, supposedly they were building up the match as the biggest match of all time for Ring of Honor. And just every match beforehand did not stick to their time. So that main event had to keep crunching and crunching and crunching everything where it just, it absolutely was not what it was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. What it was built it just, up to be. It just ruined it. Yeah. So you brought up the um, Carino <laughs> and right here, Dave is a big mark for well, Dave, Steve Carino. I've known Carino since I was 14. Come on. <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh, Carino, and tells the stories about Carino all the time. Yeah, I got numerous stories for Carino, sorry. And I'm like, oh gosh, is he going to stop like bringing up Carino? <laughs> so, I mean, are you going to stop bringing up Gangrel? Oh, the Gangrel well, story is hysterical. <laughs> you know what else is hysterical? <laughs> What's up? George being engaged to a girl from Texas. Yeah, that, that's funny too. <laughs> story for another day. Yeah, it's still funny. Uh, so, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of inside jokes going on over here. Oh, yeah, Pretty much, time. yeah. I wish we could tell you all. <laughs> no worries. Maybe another yeah, Moving yeah. on. Moving yeah. right along. So I am a big fan of geek out moments. I am a geek... So I like, yes, you are. So, uh, have you ever geeked out to a wrestler or anything like that? Meeting them, it's like, oh my gosh, it's Rick meeting Flair. them. Oh man! <laughs> All right, uh, specifically when it's meeting them. Yeah, meeting them. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't met that many. Um, and they weren't all. Yeah, I never. Ring of Honor when uh it was still like I guess up and coming or it was, no, it was pretty solidified already at that at that moment. I want to say it was around oh nine or twenty ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, Danny Bryan was you know he was still the American Dragon yes. Brian Brian Danielson, Danielson, at, yeah. at the time yeah and me and my brother loved him he was certainly one of our favorites it is his favorite his, his number one but um I didn't de- de- geek out at the time but uh he was he was cool I didn't <laughs> no I definitely didn't got there I met Austin Aries uh <laughs> I feel horrible because <laughs> you gotta remember I was 16 at the time yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and yeah Austin Aries I forget who he had a, a match with but I kept trying to ask him, like, hey, man, can you teach me how to wrestle? <laughs> and then, like, he 
at one point, I guess I did it like too abruptly or too in his face, and then he got like caught off guard and looked like he was about to like forget what he was doing. <laughs> but then you know he ended up doing his thing and whatever. I just I felt horrible for that. I guess that was a geek out moment, if you will. And the closest to geeking out in front of other people might be for the fact that I was already training at the Wild Samoans and everything, and it was a benefit show for Samu for uh, his liver. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm sure you, ever, uh, you guys all heard about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of guys from WWE uh, came over to help, you know, raise raise funding for that. And I think Taker was at that one, wasn't he? No, not not. Oh, at no, that no, he one. was at one for Alpha. That's right. Okay, yeah, but um, Samoa Joe was there, and he was another of like uh, my favorites. Then <laughs> <laughs> me and uh, you could ask the Lucha King Felipe Jr. He was right next to me uh, at the time, and Samoa. I guess it was right after the their whole session was done, and they were just. I guess about to pack up and go home but I was just like I never got to even say a word to Samoa Joe like all the other guys like they were definitely cool they just they weren't just they simply weren't the folks I was watching you know what I mean like heavily mm-hmm. and I just I had to say hi to Samoa Joe and yeah I guess I'm worked out and all that and there's shame upon that once you become a wrestler whatever man I was having a uh, you know geek out moment right hey, so it's alright right to have a geek out moment yeah, so I just went up there and I said hey sir can we shake your hand please <laughs> that's great <laughs> He he looks so pissed off. I I think it might have been more so for the fact that I guess he was just trying to go at home at the time. If I did it any time before that they were supposed to go home and all that, maybe he wouldn't have looked pissed off. I'm not sure. I really have no clue. Um, but uh, that's that's another that's another story, I guess. Mm-hmm. I I ran into it, Mike Rotundo. Who? Mike Rotundo. IRS. Mm. And um, the first thing I went up to him, I was like, oh, can you, um, my birthday's April 15th, can you um, totally put, um, pay your bill, um, pay your taxes. Pay your taxes or whatever, yeah. Blah, 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 on there, on this thing, and he did, and it was awesome. And... That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I have one I don't yeah, think I ever told all... you. So I'm hanging out at Ring of Honor one night, and my brother was working, and I'm in the back, because we were on a different show during the day, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden... Christopher Daniels sits next to me. And I'm Ooh, talking to him. And I'm like, hey, Chris, awesome. how you been, man? He's like, pretty good. He goes, Dave. Yeah. He goes, you were the ring announcer for PWF on Pottstown a few years ago. I'm like, yeah. He's like, how you been, man? Nice little conversation with Chris. He's like, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to go get in the shower now. Hope you're doing good. I'll see you later, man. I'm like, wow, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah him remembering <laughs> you, that's, that's awesome. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Some people remember... Us, you know what I mean? Right. Like, sometimes, like, yeah, when I come up to, like, when we came up to you, you're like, yeah, you're the podcast, 2300. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> and then I'm trying to figure out what show we, we met you on. It was Val's Pals. And yeah, it was there. Of, I remember that. Yeah. It's like. Because people I, were like, what the hell is that yeah, big yeah. table over there? Yeah, what's that table over there? Who, who <laughs> right, are right, 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 right. They, was, they yeah, all yeah, thought there was, like, a big radio show here or something. No, not just a podcast. <laughs> just a small podcast it's at a, Delco. Yeah, no, you got to talk yourself up, man. Manifest. <laughs> so Eddie gets it. Before before we put you on, we had two um, people just, um, one was sick and the other one got their timing messed up. So we're going to reschedule them. But we did our own podcast. We got our um, our guy over here um, asking us questions. So we did we did a um, 2300 interview, interview amongst of themselves. Us. We, we did our own. <laughs> 
something to do <laughs> throw up there and like get to know us. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to get to know the podcast. So we, I just right. did one this year. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. So next question. Let's bring this up. I got one for Shoot him. It. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. So you travel a lot from show to show. I was wondering if you had any road stories that you'd like to share with us. Anything interesting uh, happen on the road or anything funny? You know? uh, I mentioned it on, uh, what was it, Monco Radio. But essentially, um, nothing crazy. Just a long trip to Michigan. It was uh, one of um, the, gen- the gentlemen in the car uh, was from there originally. Trained there originally and, and everything. We knew a bunch of guys. and uh, We just... Uh, we wanted to go to sleep. It was like 1 a.m. when we got there, and one of them just brought up going to the strip club. And I was just like, "Really? We're dead tired. Are you serious?" And they're like, "Why not?" I'm like, "You're right." <laughs> like, I don't know. We just we just said screw sleep and and went there and everything. Um, and for some of them, it was their, their first time being at one. And uh, there was even a girl there, and she she went a little crazier than, than we did, I guess, because it was her first time. And I don't know. Maybe she maybe she's final girls. Obviously, I think a lot of us support that. Love, love who you want. Except kids, except kids. Was she at least cute? Oh, dude, I just love them. Except kids. Because mm. <laughs> I've gone to a couple strip joints after shows, and it's like the quote run and right things that make you go. <laughs> yeah, we were telling um, we were telling the story that we're coming back from one of the wrestling shows, Goddesses, and like I stopped we stopped oh, at the Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. Oh yeah, amazing show. We stopped at yeah, a turn. Yeah, some of just the production work on it. It looked crazy. Oh yeah. So shout out to Charles Del Rucci. Yep. And out right. from nowhere, we went stopped at the, on Burger King. Their cups are so horrible light. If you squeeze it by accident, oh, they're the foam cups. Not the foam cups, they're but the plastic, plastic cups. Oh yeah. It was really. So the whole soda all went over me. Mm. I was soaking wet in the winter. Oh, trying to ow, go. that's going to be cold. Oh, dude, it was horrible. Was, was that the November? What that's was that, the November show? October. Yeah, October. And, oh, okay, and I, always I, was leave, there. I always leave clothes in the car. If I didn't have two people in the car, I would have drove home like half naked. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I had people in the car. But boom, all the stuff went all over me, sticky and all that stuff. And oh, You were so mad. I was pissed <laughs> off. Cursing up the storm on the way home. <laughs> So, yeah, for two hours. <laughs> for two hours <laughs> right home, yeah. It's like, mother. And then, like, out of nowhere, I was like, dude, I can't drive all the way. I'm going to take a sl- I'm going to sleep because you don't want to sl- sit yeah, in my seat. Yeah, well, it's all wet and sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which show was that in October? It was Goddesses. Okay, I, Goddesses okay, I wasn't there for that. No, you weren't there. It was just me, DB, George, I think. Yeah. All right. So we, we, we did some little talking about that story. It's funny. So we have Good a stuff. question that I love to um, put out there. Table of five. You are the fifth person at that table. So you have to put four more people dead live, whoever you want to put on there. Like it can be family, whatever. It doesn't have to be wrestling. It can be anything, anything you want. Anything you want. Music, um, God, movies, God, the devil. Somebody put Hitler on the list. And Jesus. Jesus. I, that, Hitler was um, Game Mysterio. No, that wasn't him. I thought it was. No, that was um, Victor. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because he wanted, he, he's a history buff. He wanted to know why he did that. The Titan Killer. No, not that. Oh, no, Victor, Victor Andrews. Andrews. Victor Andrews, okay. Yep. So who would you want to have at your table? Table five. So you're the fifth five one. total people, including me. All right. So you're the yeah. fifth person. You're the fifth person. Four people. Just to have any conversation with for anything. You want to have a beer? You want to have dinner? Anything? It don't matter. Four other people that you would love to meet. I would have extensive conversations. Definitely, definitely God and the devil. Absolutely. That's, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I, I need to get. I need to get. You know, get answers to. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So that's two. Uh, let's see. Eddie Guerrero. There's a good one. I'm digging that one. Yeah, man. That was that hurt. One. Yeah, I, 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 I only I, cried twice when a wrestler died. I twice, twice. 
I went in, I went, was mine. Candido. 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 You knew. Right, that's why. You know, yeah. when, when I, I knew when Chris passed, yeah. Well, three, because my cousin. Yeah, yeah. but that doesn't count, that's family. Right. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, The fourth huh? one, the fourth one I'm thinking of, uh, I mean, it would sound a bit weird coming from me, it would make more sense if my cousin did it, but, um, but she was my aunt, technically. Uh, I have, I have a uh, cousin that didn't really ever get to meet his mom, uh. and he only knew her as a baby, and mm. I mean, there, I could be obviously a bit deeper into it, but she passed when we were about 15 years old. Sorry and uh, No, I mean, wow. I you know, I didn't really know her, so it didn't really hit me either. But I was just sad to see him sad. Yeah. And, I mean, if she could just, you know, tell me words for him, I guess. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I could just, you know, send that message. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, of course, uh, it, it's mainly my connection to him because he does have, you know, an older brother and sister. I'm obviously close with them as well. Love yeah. them to death. But, you know, just I grew up, like, with him, you know. He's, like, my age and all that. You know what I mean? So there's just that. Yeah. bigger bond that, that we have and not that he'd talk to me that that much anyway he's a hard person to talk he's not necessarily difficult he just doesn't open up at all right when, so, I wanna go, yeah, yeah. yeah I want to go back to Eddie Guerrero um, I remember when he passed away and I was working at um, Walmart the Eddie Guerrero um, you know the big tall ones they put out the, the ring giants mm-hmm. so I saw that I was like I'm buying it put it on layaway and I paid it off now it's hanging in my living room <laughs> don't know how much it is now but I remember when he debuted in Ring of Honor. He was the first WWE guy to debut in Ring of Honor. Oh, really? Yeah, that was crazy. I don't. I guess did he get fired at the time? Was that? Yeah, how I he think got it was there? the drug. Yeah. Of, okay. He, he I never said he got fired at the time. I just. I mean, I was too drunk to know. I, I think stuff, it was Ring know. of Honor one. He showed up at. I think it was the first one. Yeah, but just yeah, me, me finding that out. I was like, what? You know, everyone. I'm sure. I'm sure thought that. Yeah. But I was still really young at the time. You know, as an adult, it's already crazy finding that out. But it, you know, I was still young. I was still like you know, 15 or 16, whatever. Yeah. And shit, yeah, you know, that was crazy. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, I'm glad. We're going to, I guess, uh, happy vibes right now. Talking about Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, I, I miss <laughs> him a lot. So, our yeah. the guy that's um, behind the computer right now, uh, his mom drove around tons of ECW wrestlers back in the day. She passed away a couple of years ago, and um, she was the first time I met her. You know, what I mean, she's like, "Oh, I know um, tons of pro wrestlers. I know Eddie Guerrero. I know this and this." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, lady." And he's like, "Bullshit, bullshit." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the, the day that I found out that um, <laughs> she did know them all <laughs> was the oh, day. Oh, that's rare. That is rare. Dude, the day that um, I met Terry Funk. <laughs> and wow, it was okay. kind of funny because, like, she always called him dad. She called, he called her daughter. And they had a great relationship. Span to 15 years later, we're at the H2 Arena, H2 Arena, and Scorpio's there. And we got into talking about his mom and everything else with Scorpio, and Scorpio was like, oh shit, I do remember you were smaller, much, much smaller back then. Yeah. But Scorpio was like, well, dude. How you doing? And then... Sorry about your mom. <laughs> right. Another one, yeah. And then we were talking, and he knows my brother. And he goes, shit, little brother? You're, you're bigger than your brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, two colds. Like, yeah, me and Ron Simmons hated going with this one lady, the shows. And, yeah. and he's like, we're going with Mo. We want to go with Mo. Mo, Mo was. Gotta go with Mo. Unplug yourself. <laughs> Go ahead. My mom was telling me one time, like, she was at the hotel, and, um... The Holiday Inn? I don't remember which hotel it was, but, um... Was it in Philly? Yeah. The Holiday Inn. But, um, 
she was like, uh, I guess uh, the taxi driver was arguing with Ron Simmons. She was like, he's gone. I'm going. I'm going to tell my mom. She's like, he's like, I'm going with the taxi driver. He's like, no, you're going with me. She picked up his bag and went to her car. She, <laughs> Ron Simmons looks at her, looks at the taxi guy, goes, I can't go with her. Ron probably, Ron probably looked right back at her and went, damn. damn. <laughs> so we, we got some history with the whole 2300 wrestling because that's home to us. And I bet that's home to you too. Yeah, I hung out that whole CCW, all that. House of Hardcore. House of Hardcore. Uh, Pro Wrestling Unplugged. Shikara, ECW. WWE ran in there once. Um, kind of. Yeah. Because it was WWE ECW. Yeah. Once. But, but like... Right there, that's history in that building, and it's one of the greatest things. Have you wrestled in there yet, DCW Arena, or nah? Um, you've been there as a fan. Only been there as a fan. Yeah, is it now, a goal? Is it a goal to wrestle in the ECW Arena? I would say certainly for for a lot of folks. I mean, there's just a lot of history there. That's, oh yeah. Plus, it's a it's a it's a pretty big venue, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like comparatively to most, you know, compared to a lot of indie promotions, yeah. Do you remember your first time going there as a fan? My first time, I just I forget for which one. I just know it was for Ring of Honor. Okay. I I started going there for Ring Honor back in '09 and all that too. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was there for the night the line was crossed in 1994, where it was Bobby Eaton and Arn, Bobby Eaton and Sabu versus Arn Anderson and, and uh, Terry Funk or something, what, like that. something like that. Yeah, they were there, and I got to meet Arn. That was cool. Oh, so, that's what was, cool. What was but the I I wrapped in that building, and it was just a pure dream to get in that ring. It was so awesome. George, what was the Pipples versus the Ryans? What what show was that? I don't think I don't think that's right for that. I think it was just a just a house show. Yeah. Okay, that was my first show with ECW Arena and it was the Pipples versus the Rottens. Whoever lost, they had to break up. And that was ninety five. Ninety four, something like that. I think it was ninety. Because because right after that the Rottens feuded with each other in the, the original Taipei Deathmatch or something like that yeah. where they did if you've ever seen the movie Bloodsport, they did the, the um tape knuckles. Yeah. Where it had the glass. the glass and all that in the match. Because King of the Ring was coming up in 95, so it was ECW for me and then King of the Ring. Yeah, because yeah. ECW was Saturday, King of the Ring was Sunday. Yeah, so that was like my second show like ever. <laughs> You're going from being out front to getting to hang out in the back. I loved it. <laughs> right, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, last, last time we were there, um, Luke Hawks was running Wildcat, and I just walked in the back. <laughs> my, left me hanging. My, my buddy Breaker Morant was on the show, <laughs> and I grabbed my son and I'm like Breaker said walk in so we walked in <laughs> and I'm like oh, um, yeah, this is awesome. fun now I have to stand in line I bought his tickets and like now I have... I paid you back though yeah you paid me back but still I hate, <laughs> yeah. I hate buying tickets and then boom he gets in for free god damn you get it for free sometimes too <laughs> no nothing beats the one story where I was talking to Tommy and I'm like I'm going out the back Tommy's like it's still right there go ahead, like, go ahead. And, and then like 10 <laughs> of us walked past <laughs> right I'm like we're going out the back door Tommy uh, there was 10 of us walked back <laughs> yeah long it goes both ways oh, yeah. yeah well Tommy knows me too. we'll get the back door Tommy yeah, you, you haven't asked the question go ahead ask so so one of my favorite questions is the memorabilia question there you go like, like yeah, I have you. I have plenty of memorabilia here I have autographs from John Carpenter to Bruce Campbell to Kevin Smith and Jason Muse. do you have any memorabilia in your house uh not no, not really I mean no. just some pictures with like <laughs> I had one autograph with, with uh, Brian Danielson which I, I had lost <laughs> 
Honestly, I'm sorry. If you ever hear this, man, don't be mad at me. I, I tried to find it. I couldn't. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of the autographs, stuff like that, but they're in a drawer. The other stuff's hung Yeah, up. I'd say that's the closest thing, yeah. I mean, I have, you know, some shirts, but when it comes to, you know, signed stuff, uh, that was kind of the only signed one I had. I mean, there was also, I think I got Jimmy Hart's autograph on napkin, and, I mean, he was just cool. I just, I didn't appreciate it at, 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 enough at the time. And I was also just too young to just track of it. Speaking of Jimmy Hart, there's actually a con coming up in Hamburg, PA next month. And Jimmy Hart's supposed to be there. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, might have to. I know Hamburg's about an hour away, but might be worth it. I'll do it, maybe. So I am a fan of this new um, game we got going on. It's called Five Questions of Doom. Five Questions of Doom. So it here, kind of sounds like Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's tough. It's all tough, and it's crazy. And so none of these questions are wrestling related. So okay. <laughs> And I do apologize in advance. We don't, we don't have to talk all about wrestling. No. No, you know. That, you know so. that's, what, that's what we want to do. We want to be different than everybody else. Right. So this is different, and we're going to have fun with this. And so, and I, I do apologize in advance. I also do voiceovers. So DB kind of likes when I do this little thing. So we'll have fun with it. Okay, go get ready. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five. Ladies and gentlemen, question number one. Okay, I'm a big fan of the chipmunks. This is intense, man. I'm scared. <laughs> Thank you. I am, you. A, I am you. a big fan of the chipmunks. Okay, Alvin, Simon, or Theodore, which Dude. one do you like better? Dude. Oh, come on, man. You, you don't even <laughs> like, oh. Alvin, oh. Simon, or Theodore? <laughs> you, watch, you're going to say David Please. Seville. Alvin. Alvin. I mean... <laughs> I mean, uh, without him, would we have a show? Because like the other yeah, thing, the, the Simon or Theodore don't sound right. Simon, I see, don't Theodore no, don't sound. Yeah, right. I mean, no. they like you know Theodore was just ugly and scared to do anything. <laughs> Simon was always thinking rationally. Alvin right. was always trying to have fun. Oh, without him, we wouldn't have a show. And without him, you wouldn't be here. And Alvin, right? Okay, you're so, a pen, you're a Pennsylvania boy. Oh, go ahead. Question number two. So that has to stop because now (laughs) getting more scared. You know, this is going to escalate. Well, wait a minute. Can I tell him? No. Okay. You can tell him after we're done. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you're a Pennsylvania (laughs) boy. Do you use the word shore or beach? Shore or shore or beach? beach. I'm bad. Like beach, yeah. Beach. Because we're we're from Delco. We're like. The shore. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't. I mean, what? yeah, we always say going to the shore and all that. I say beach. Beach. You said beach. I said always go to the shore. You know, and it's like I'm going to the shore. Maybe, maybe I say beach because when I think of it, it's supposed to be pretty, and it just doesn't happen to me. Maybe I should say shore because for some reason, I don't know why. I, this might not even be relevant to anything. I might not even make any sense right now. <laughs> but, it's all but good. Shore, but the shore just sounds like an ugly version of the beach. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know why. Just, okay. Anyway, question three. Without Without the voiceover. Okay. Without the voiceover. He said question number three. Yeah, yeah. Question yeah, number yeah, yeah. three. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> You're good. So here's one for you. Goosebumps or are you afraid of the dark? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Goosebumps was, was like, I don't know, just gave me more creepy vibes, but are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they put out the fire at the yeah. end of the episode. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think, oh, wow. But Christmas, didn't they usually always end, I guess, negatively? Like, there was always, like, a container? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were so, oh, they both kind of did, man. <laughs> uh, I got to nick up my mind. I got to get, I got to nick up my mind at some point or else we're not going to keep those folks engaged, right? So, yeah. uh, uh, man, I'd say I'll the dark. I guess, I think I just happened to watch it more. I'm not exactly sure. I think there might have been also more seasons of it. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So, maybe, I don't know what response is wrong, but All they right. had more, more of the show than maybe I would have chosen. Yeah. Question number four. Question number four. I'll make it a little bit easy for you. Favorite Disney character. Favorite Disney character. And that's all. It's not even just like princesses, right? No. Any uh, any, any Disney. Disney character. Anything out there. Period. Hold on. Hold on. Tough because there's so many. Uh, which one? <laughs> well, technically, Disney bought out Marvel, so I could really choose any of them. Any of them. Oh, yes, you, you want to go technical. Oh, that is a good one. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah. He's picking Baby Yoda. <laughs> there we go. Baby Yoda. Love yeah. him. Yeah. Isn't his name Groom? It's Rogu. uh Goku. Goku. I think, I think a, Roku, yeah. Roku. Sounds like too much like Goku. Yeah. Yeah. Rogu, yes. Yep. There's an R right after the G. It's, it was right. what number are we on? We were on I five. He was scared of with the voiceover. Yeah, you didn't really? like the voiceover. Uh, you could you could do the voiceover again. I think <laughs> the last one you could do the voiceover. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> while he's doing all that, you know the Bates Motel and Haunted Hayride in Glen Mills, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Just, okay. That's why my voice is like that, because I'm one of those guys. And, oh. and I am the <laughs> only person in the world that broke him. I, I'm a very happy guy and everything else, but once I get into the makeup and get the blood on and everything else, run. <laughs> I, 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 you sound like you're good at what you do, man. I am. Trust me. So I'll tell you a fair story. Um, I got him out of character. Yeah, he was he was on the hayride. Really? Wow. Him and George were on the hayride, and I'm jumping and I'm getting up, and he goes, "Gator!" I'm like, "Motherfucker!" Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Dave. <laughs> God damn it! How do I know it? I'm like, uh. But I did that with a lot of people because I know everybody there. I run up with one of the girls. I'm like, hey, give her a big hug. And her, her boyfriend was like this with a chainsaw. I'm like, hi, Anthony. Don't kill me. <laughs> All right, you ready, yeah. Dave? Is that the same one where you're like, hi, you're on the phone. You you oh! were on the wagon. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm walking around with um, the phone in my hand. I'm like, hold on for a minute. Hold on. Yeah, I'll take a couple of pizzas, blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and, and you're watching the my, um the... The, the scary dude like waiting he's like like Scooby Doo when he's like waiting mm-hmm. like tapping his fingers good one Shaggy oh and I'm like okay right. okay wait, go wait, ahead wait, wait, wait. Yeah, are, are we not... going are we going to question number five yeah question number five okay yes. you ready mm-hmm. watch this I got okay, it you ready yeah. question oh. number five <laughs> yo <laughs> you're gonna you know what you're triggering my sleep paralysis tonight <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! All right, all right, we'll get serious. Question number five: favorite word to say, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, word. Favorite word. Favorite to say. word to say. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is actually a weird question, but um, I guess at this moment, you know what? I will say mother flower for the Mom. fact that you un- you understand what I want to say, right? But it keeps yeah. the family friendly. Yeah, and, gotcha. And I guess I just not like I definitely am trying to tone it down, but yeah, just you know, from the military, <laughs> we curse a lot. Yeah, it was so stupid. <laughs> it was just a lot of waste of time. Mm-hmm. Literally, start off saying shit, hey man, you know the fucking um. You know what I'm talking about? The, the shit. Uh, like we don't, we don't, need, we're not even dating anything yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I fucking get you. Dating. I know, I know what you're fucking talking about. 
We are rated. We are rated R because of um, Ken Dixon. We had Chris Hamrick on, and yeah, Chris Hamrick too, and Amy Lee, and yeah, um, the show I, just became like right, not like, PG like, anymore. We're, we're talking to Chris Hamrick, and we asked him the rib prank question. He goes, "I make the motherfucking jokes. Oh, I'm the prankster." I didn't know that, but it's on there. Yeah. So that's where we're going into that segment. There we go. Have you Alrighty. been in Segway? Have you been in a prank or been a part of a prank? You mean like to prank people? Yes. To prank others. To prank others or either way. Either way around. Either it was You've on been you or, you did or doing a rib. I do like um, ribs. I like barbecue ribs. Oh, yummy. <laughs> Like a big prank? No, not really. They're were, they were typically small. Yeah, it oh, could no. be a small prank. It's something you thought was funny. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, my little brother just put, like, honey on my pillow <laughs> when I was trying to sleep. When, like, it's, <laughs> and he told me the next day, like, I was trying to, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he heard me complaining. And then, you know, the next day he admitted it to me. I was just like, really? That was you. I <laughs> got honey on my hair. Oh, also, man. you know what? Oh, you know what? Oh, this is a good one. My bad, because that was trash. The one I, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I make I might get it chocolate, but yeah, this this one was funny. Uh, there was a competition we were having uh, of who could uh, stay awake the longest. This is when I was a kid. I was maybe eight. Okay. And it was me and all my cousins uh, were right there. So the one uh, the ones with without the, the mom anyway. But uh, our uncle was there, and and uh, we all gathered together and decided to um be no no harm happened from this. All right, but we technically drugged him. All right. Yeah. We gave him some. some uh, some sleep medicine in like in like a drink or I think it was like some Coca Cola. Okay. Uh, you know, we, we gave a little splash in there, gave it to him, and uh, he was like, "Hey man, I'm feeling tired." And we were just like looking at each other, like dying, man. And so the competition was, you know, whoever falls asleep, uh, you know, it was like it was like a uh, elimination match, right? So any yeah. anytime someone falls asleep, you just get cold water poured poured on you. Yeah. So <laughs> we yeah we we drugged our uncle technically, all right. But, you know, it was just sleep medicine, sleep medicine. We're up the couch. It was it was safe. So please don't put me in trouble. It was a long time ago. <laughs> And he's and he's and he's perfectly fine right now. Or actually, not. he's in the hospital, but that's brother. He was right. he was fine <laughs> from the prank. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, we just got to pour cold water on. And uh, yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I like that. Should do it again. Um, so before you guys post this or something, you should use it. If they hear it, if they listen to this podcast, they're gonna think of it, and then they're gonna know. Oh, don't be a drink. I know what you're doing. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> We're not getting a drink from you anymore, Gus. <sighs> so you want to try something out? Yeah, let's try something out. Want to try something out? You got a question for him? Uh, yeah. The last one I have on my sheet here is the uh. Oh shoot! Yeah. Hey, have you ever no, had a shoot? No, I didn't uh, mark it off. We actually asked. <laughs> oh, we asked that. Oh, so you haven't? Oh, we asked that question already. Oh, nice job. So, uh, what are your goals going forward in the wrestling business? Uh, at the moment, certainly be international. I'm already in the talks of uh, with a promotion in the UK. They have not had any shows yet. This promotion, but they're certainly uh working on whatever it is need to do so they can they can run it obviously this whole pandemic has put a lot of obstacles has hindered a lot of us in a lot of ways but they're trying to get their thing together and uh, be international certainly one one of that's more a small one obviously okay um when it comes to big goals yeah, i guess everyone would like to get signed and yeah, absolutely which promotion no, I, I would really just like to do them all but i see it's, it's so difficult because these promotions just want to keep you for like ever, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the more, yeah. So like, if you if I do one, I don't know how long they might want me to sign for it, right? right? And like, I would obviously like ideally like to do even the smaller one uh, before I got to the really big one. Uh, 
because like I don't know, uh, I'm not gonna, no, nah, I'm not gonna wait like that. But yeah, anyway, I I just like to do them all. Right. But yeah. it's, there's just you know it comes a lot of give and take with that. So ah, decisions, decisions, man. Mm-hmm. Um, as to which promotion I end up, I end up in. Uh, I don't really mind. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly enjoying the ride right now. You know, just networking with all you guys, is, it's, it's awesome. Yep, and that's the most important part. Right. Networking, making those connections. And it was awesome, Dad. You said yes to coming on. You were so happy. And we like, appreciate this is, that. This is awesome. I enjoyed this. How did no, we yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. I mean. How did we do? With, with the whole experience, I mean, I, I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we care about, having a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, the hour flew by. Yeah. Right. So do you have any social media um, contact to um, put out there? Yes, folks. You can find me at Eddie Velasquez. They are both Steve. There's no S's. Uh, that's on Facebook. On Instagram, Moto EV93. On Cameo, Mr. Motivation, Eddie Velasquez. I'm working on, uh, <laughs> on some YouTube things and some TikTok Wait, he's things. Wait, Cameo. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Yes, 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 I do. And I have a great rate that a lot of folks don't offer. And also, a lot of those folks don't stay within their gimmick. They will have a great intro video, by all means, which makes it look cool. But I think I give, I, no, I know I give you way, way more bang for your buck. I personalize it way more than they do. They're just having a conversation with you. Sorry to put those guys down, but honestly, <laughs> I mean, we're all being competitive at the end of the day, right? Oh, yeah, big time. And, uh, and like I said, I am working on some YouTube and TikTok things. Which I would say be, would be separated from the wrestling stuff. There would be more skits and comedy related. Yeah, that's what we're working on. Oh my gosh, we we get told we get told that we're like Waldorf and Statler. I'm the fat one. It shows. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know who they are, people, it's the Muppets. The the Waldorf and Statler are the two old guys from the Muppets that sit yeah. up in the balcony. Oh, yeah. I'm old too. Too young for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, that's why. I mean, I'm 41. He's 42. So I'm, the, right, yeah. I'm the fat one. So. Yeah. Did y'all know how old I was? I forget if I told you. Yeah, I think so. I I don't know. I mean, if, if you didn't you say 26, 27, somewhere in there? Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say if he started in 2016, it would be about that. Yeah. <laughs> So um, we're gonna end the show, but we would love to have you on um, doing. Wait a minute. But I want to tell you this before we go off there. When you come on the Twenty Three Hundred Wrestling Podcast, you become part of the family. So welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. I appreciate that, Jen. Yeah. Welcome. And I guess if I'm a part of your family, you are gladly a part of the Motivation Nation. Oh, there we go. I like that. That's a lot of good motivation right there. And now you have to say we were listening to. And ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Twenty Three Hundred Wrestling Podcast with our guest. Eddie Velasquez, Mr. Motivation. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And this has been the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dave Keener alongside D.B. Richards, and we'll see you in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I know people say a lot of times that life sucks. I know it sucks, but I believe the cure to at least try. Try to enjoy life. Or at least try for something you really enjoy. If it's hard, put all your all your all into it right away. That's fine. Things happen. It take away your will to go all out on things. But at least try a little bit one day, I think, is the secret. Then after a little while, try a little more. You are more comfortable or have more confidence. And the time passes by, you might feel like trying more and more. And then might one day where you are finally doing, doing what it is you enjoy most. But even if you fail, you can at least say that you try. Or if you do happen to fail, there's always the option try and fail again but you can keep trying until you are doing and your body and mind might not be what it used to be but you can look back and enjoy life again when you didn't think it was possible anymore and you're just thankful for the fact that there was one day you at least tried so motivation nation all you motivators out there all i'm saying is try